Welcome to the Football Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Number 9. And this is the full. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first podcast of the season, season preview of the EPL, as per tradition. As per tradition. First podcast of the EPL season. Second podcast of our season. Yes. So, football in the post-COVID environment. Like, it's going to be fun. Like, uh, we're going to give you a huge asterisk when we start talking about transfers because at the moment there's two two earthquakes in uh, world football there's covid and messi wants to leave barcelona oh my god oh my god what the hell is that and name? messi wants to wants to leave barcelona might be a bigger thing in the football world than <laughs> it's definitely a bigger talking point it's, it's, it's crazy just the concept that he wants to leave and like he's gone far enough to actually not just saying it he has sent in his request and it's been faxed. yes or facts or whatever it is so that they have to sign it so he's actually gone all hog on it which is pretty much downplaying any rumours that it might be all a power play to get rid of managers and whatnot but you know he's he has activated the clause there's a little bit of legalities around whether the clause he's activating is is still valid uh, because it was meant to be activated before first week of June I think like June 10th or something like that but the season was ongoing, and when it was first set, that clause was meant to be like two weeks after the season ended. They may even have it written in that it's two weeks after the brackets, the 10th of June. But now it's so then he's activated it two weeks, less than two weeks after the actual end of the season. But that's obviously after that's COVID, you know, after yeah. the date that's in the contract. So which one is correct? Is it two weeks after the end of the season, or is it the 10th of June, whatever the date was? So I think. At the end of the day, as we said, Barcelona can't argue. And if it's written as concrete as that, that it's two weeks, I don't think Barcelona have a choice. He's going to leave on a free transfer. Uh, yeah, uh, it has to go to the courts. Because I, as I understand it, it's got both. But at the same point, what's Barcelona going to do? Keep Messi when he's said, I want to leave, I don't want to play for you? I mean... Like, it's a $100 million contract, weekly contract that would be burning a hole through their pocket. Exactly, so, and he's not going to play, right? If he said I was going to leave, if he goes, do we think if if Lionel Messi does does not have a transfer fee, that's just because that's a different scenario to the other. Can he basically just go? Yep, you're paying me anywhere between 100 to 110 million a week because you know I'm moving clubs and I don't have a transfer fee, so you should be you know willing to pay that. Yeah, I think yeah. If, he, if there's no transfer fee. Then the club, in club that's picking him up, is paying his full wage. He's yeah. Full he's, wage and maybe a bit of a raise. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The only time to do that is if no club says that's where he'd start, right? He'd say 110, 120 million a year, saying, "Well, that's what I'll be paid. I'm worth it, obviously. People would be paying me it, so pay If no club came through with, no, we're not. Nobody said, "Oh yeah, we'll pay that," which I think is extremely unlikely. There are several clubs that'll be like. Yeah, Messi on a free just for 110, 120 million a week. Sure, no, we're signing that check right now. Here you go. For so, sake, the only time it will drop is if no club would yeah. pay that money. Financial fair play wise, only Manchester United can just add another 100 million 
to their pay without dropping down on you. Yeah. And still stay under 40% of their spend. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. I, I haven't looked to see what tells you that. But we can't be too far. I know we made some big signings just recently, so that'd be what tipping us over. But we can't be too far off either. I mean, it's not like we would to have to be very frugal for the next two years yeah, if yeah. they got messy, and that's yeah. fine. Like they can handle that because they've got a good yeah. youth team. But yeah. Chelsea is probably, uh, and it's got some good players. So Messi might be interested in going there. But and I think Messi improves Manchester United the most of all the teams. Because I think that his style suits Manchester United yeah. and might actually make United into contenders next season. Yeah, like I, I agree. I think despite you know, wanting Messi in my own club, stylist, style-wise, personnel-wise, everything-wise, United actually is the better fit for him. It, it seems to fit. He'd, yeah. he'd walk in, he would be undisputably the top player there. The team would yeah. be reformed around him. So, you know, he gets all the ego boost and stuff. Is to say that the Man United play the style that would suit him. They have the players. Because basically, we need three attackers. He, we wouldn't need Sancho for getting Messi because yeah, <laughs> yeah. So hundred million and Sancho would probably go to City, or whoever gets Messi will probably have the other get Sancho because you have to. Yeah, yeah. That. And, uh, Messi at United works really well because he'd have Marcus. Ra- uh, he has Martial as his striker and Marcus Rashford on the other wing. Yeah, Those yeah. three are just going to be a nightmare if they get together. That, that seems to be the Chelsea yeah. is that. You know, what do we have? Like eleven attacking midfielders playing? I mean, come on. Yeah, but I don't want him. And obviously, if Messi, wherever Messi goes, Messi plays. Yeah, um, it's not a, a. He doesn't sit on the bench, but yeah, yeah. it's not like we don't have all the players that play in the same position. <laughs> yeah. At City, he'd be very good, but I don't think he improves City as much as he improves United. He'd be very, very good at City. He'd basically be replacing David Silva. Yeah. I mean... And ironically, probably an upgrade on David Silva, who is a great player. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah, City, City fits. City are paying, getting Messi, and especially if they have to pay 100 to 150 mils in transfer fee for Messi, they're probably not getting a big name centre back or no. a and big I think name player in another position. They might get a young player, but they might they're not going to get any big name players, and they might have. So we might see them actually promote a few defensive players from their youth team. Yeah, I mean the City, I think they'd have to and offer as well. Let's offload some players anyway, so it would be who goes the other direction to Barcelona as well. So, yep, I mean, yep. they might be able to free up a little, enough wage budget to get someone, get a decent centre-back as well, but I think you're right, it's going to be youth. It's Messi plus youth for the city. Like, the only club who could basically pay him 100 plus million a week and pay 150 million transfer fee and not impact their fair financial fair play is Manchester United and PSG. Yeah, probably. yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and PSG. And basically City, because they've proven that like they went to court and financial fair play couldn't get them. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, even with Messi, I think City would have to be showing some good... Something, you know, that's, if they don't make any other changes, the FIFA will, will be like, yeah, something's up there. You can't have Messi and all these others. But it yeah. just depends. Someone would, with... City, someone would be going, the, and same with PSG, someone would be going the other way. And it just depends who that is. If you're Barca, do you, and PSG are going, would you take Neymar? Would Neymar go back to Barca? 
I think that's the bigger question. I think if you're Barca, yes, that's your you know, phone, what? PSG, if you want it, then you get <laughs> Neymar back. The question is if Neymar says yes or no. And If PSG maybe? get Luis Suarez, and Manchester United are potentially also looking to get Luis Suarez, would City go... If, if Neymar... Uh, if, if Suarez goes to PSG, surely you'd get Messi there as well. Like, Messi would just move. Yeah. Exactly. He'd maybe even take a pay cut to go to PSG for that, because that's a Champions League team. Yeah, exactly. It's quite likely. I would say yes. Like, my money... If I was going to put money down on things, I'm pretty PSG. To me, that seems the place most likely to A, afford him any tra- afford any transfer, B, afford his money, be able to soak up um, players going the other way, or releasing players to keep under FBA and still have a good team and be Champions League contenders again next season that Messi will want to play at. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, Man City's the only other one and that's because it's Pep and Aguero. I mean, that's the, the selling points for City, right? Yeah, absolutely. And him playing with Aguero, because we all know Lionel Messi wants to have one last good World Cup at Qatar in 2022. Mm-hmm. Depending on how that goes, he may go to the World Cup in the US, but he knows 2022 is his last chance to be there at, and still be at a decent shape. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. His, his last and big one. If he goes any after that, it's... Uh, and um, if I think Argentina yeah. are planning to do well in that World Cup, they need to have Aguero as well. Yeah, definitely. I don't see any other strikers coming up in Argentina's system who can do what Messi and Aguero can do together. No, like, no. I think, I think that's, say, 2022 in Qatar, that's Argentina's, that's the last one they'll have both Messi and Aguero at peak, as much or still within peak zone. Um, so that's, yeah, they've got to aim for that. Put those two at the front and then build the team around that. And, yeah, so from an Argentinian point of view, sure. Getting Messi to cities is good. Um, you get the, yeah. you know, several years of working alongside Aguero all the time. That can only be good yeah. for the Argentinian national team. Yeah. But I suppose yeah. if he goes to the PST, he's got Di Maria. So, I mean, it's yeah. that that also works. So, you know. It does also work. Well, now let's actually preview things that are slightly closer to ground. How will COVID affect the coming season? I think that's the big unknown. No, no crowds at the stadiums. Yeah, uh, that's big. That's and I think it will be un- would it be unfair for if, for example, things were to clear up and we could allow more gatherings? Would it be unfair to allow teams to have crowds later on, like to get it because they'd have a competitive advantage, right? Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I think you like, need to have no crowds all season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's unlikely they're going to have crowds in the season anyway. Oh, no, it's but extremely unlikely. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, if they're going to get crowds back, it will be... That's going to be the problem. If they get crowds back, it will probably be post-Easter next year. But um, it's, it's, Which will be relegation slash champions slash yeah. champions, you know, fourth spot playoffs, European playoff spots, contenders, wherever it's all coming down. And so suddenly the teams that are playing their home games against those rivals in the second half yeah. of the season get a slight advantage. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely an unknown, and that's another unknown. Like, do they get crowds back? Does that impact? They've shown before that there is a boost to the home team with the crowds. Yeah. That is worth a little bit, but it's worth something. I think it's worth a quarter of a point or something like that, or half a point. 
definitely worth it. Um, so yeah, maybe. But can you imagine if, like, just aside from EPL, can you imagine a Super Bowl with no crowds? Would you? Why would you even bother having one? Is it a Super Bowl without crowds? I mean, Super Bowl is about all the people in the halftime show, right? And yep. occasionally somebody throws a. Okay, Oval maybe no show for whatever reason. Like, okay, fair enough. Because expecting a performer like of that caliber to spend two weeks in quarantine, yeah, yeah, before performing is a lot to ask for. But heck, oh, I suppose they could do do a, a, a virtual type halftime show where they just beam it in onto screens and the thing. Right, the performer doesn't have to be in the stadium, right? Especially if you don't know crowds there, then sure. That, that would be a crazy Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. American sports are going to be crazy anyway. But, but we'll look at that later. Yeah, yeah. Going back to APL, no crowds. It's going to be interesting. Next of all, transfers. We Chelsea are a bit of an edge case in this scenario. They had money because they couldn't spend any money last season. Yeah. And they sold Eden Hazard for a lot of money. And so right now they had money to spend on getting good, getting the players that they did as soon as the transfer window opened. And unless if if Messi doesn't go, and if you're, if United don't get Jordan Sancho, then probably Chelsea will have had the best off season, and could even maybe compete yeah. for a second place spot. I think I think we'll do reasonable this year. Potentially second place spot is a possible outcome um, or first, but. I still think, yep. even with our transfers, City and Liverpool are still going to be a, a step above them. It's because, yeah, something falls apart to them. And maybe the crowds, the lack of crowds, start having an impact, and that maybe that works. Who knows? But still a young team for Chelsea, so even with the transfers coming in, and so your transfers, I think it's still another season of, of getting the experience into the young kids, getting the experience in, and then maybe next season. I think it's still another season of building. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Same with Manchester United. Um, I think unless they get Sancho, they're not really going to compete. But if they get Sancho, they'll probably be very... They might even very comfortably c- compete with Chelsea for that third spot. Because yeah. they had a good team around and everybody's coming out from injuries. And United always have good players coming up the ranks of their youth team. And they will get a few players here and there. I can't imagine that United will not get at least a centre-back. Yeah, we need So much. But at least a centre-back or Sancho. One of the two we should have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hope. Yeah, I would yeah. hope. You would think so. United never do badly in the transfer window. Generally, their the main targets are acquired, so I see no reason why it won't happen this time either. Mm. City are in a precarious position because they... Just managed to win their F, uh, financial fair play in a case, but they are being watched at like a hawk by yeah, UEFA. Yeah. Right? So they it really depends on whether or not they get this messy move through. And if they do, do they get anyone else, or do they just promote from within? Like I, I'm not yeah. saying they won't get nobody because they will get. They might get young players who are under 10 million. Yeah, yeah. Here and there on like the equivalent of city rookie contract, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's the same as the U team promotion right at that, that point. I mean, they yeah. get someone yeah. slightly better than a you know, 18 year old but, or 19 year old, but basically the same concept. And even if they don't get Sancho, United will probably get either someone like James Madison or Jack Reitlish in that right yeah, yeah. wing position. 
I think. Um, City, though, probably need a centre-back as well. Um, and I can't see them not address that problem, even with Messi. Yeah, anything. Like, Messi. I think with City, it's just going to say before. They'll get a centre-back. If they really want Messi and try for it, they'll probably get Messi. And it's because PSG outbid them. That's the thing. It, it comes down to yeah. If City generally want Messi and actually try, then they get Messi. Between, it'll yeah. be between City and PSG. With those two, if either of them want to try and actually throw money at it and be like, we're actually seriously bidding here, then it's one of those two. And it's just down to which one of those two wants it more, um, is willing to pay more per week, basically. And how they can jumble the, the jigsaw pieces around to fit under FBA stuff. But, yeah, and that, that's really the unknown with City, the City transfer thing. They're going for Messi, and they get Messi, and who do they get rid of? They'll need a centre-back, they'll get a centre-back as well. So. mistake we've made this podcast which we should probably correct now we were saying he's 100 million a week no he's 100 million a year player (laughs) he does not earn a billion dollars a year because that would be a lot even for a football player yes it'd be a lot for 100 million a week is a bit 100 million a year it's a lot of money a lot of money to leave on the table So yeah, that's, I think that's the big, the axe, not really an axe, but the big hammer hanging over the transfer window at the moment throughout all of Europe. It's, you know, where does Messi go? How does that mess around with that team's finances? Because obviously that's a lot of money going to one player. And to keep under UFPA rules, you know, you're going to have to would, get rid of someone else. But. Would Messi, just for kicks, take a cut? Price deal if he gets off on a free and join Cristiano Ronaldo at Juventus. Definitely a possibility, and it's not like Juve don't also don't have the cash floating around for it. Um, and I'm sure they could pull together the numbers to show that it fits within FPA. I mean, yep, they yep. say they got Ronaldo, so if they get Ronaldo, they can get Messi. Yeah, I don't think Juve have the funds to pay a hundred million for Messi and pay Messi a hundred million a season. No, no, uh, Juve's in the in the um, running if, but if it's a free I think you have to pay be paid whatever Chelsea's uh, whatever Cristiano Ronaldo's being paid then it's okay because obviously yeah. it's not like Messi will come in and get paid 100 million a week and Cristiano's on 80 million Cristiano then will have to be given a 20 million dollar raise yeah, yeah. because exactly. he's probably got a clause saying he's got to be the best paid player club almost guaranteed that clause is in there yeah yep yeah. So I mean, the other option, and I mentioned to you earlier that I mentioned on the podcast now, is RB Leipzig, because it's yeah. Red Bull, and so they're sure to have be able to show that they can fit you know, 100 million a year and under their um, FPA requirements. And Red Bull might just be like, you know what, we can pay 200 million transfer. That solve yeah. any of these problems. We'll just we'll just pay the transfer. We'll just pay some transfer money. We'll pay him his money. It's fine. I mean. And, you know, they were semi-finalists for Champions League, so it's not like they're a bad team. It's always a possibility. Very outside Absolutely. possibility, but... Absolutely. And, it, I mean, it requires Red Bull just be like, you know what, yep, we're doing it. But if we're going into these ridiculous categories, yeah. what are the likelihood that a team actually just pays Barca the 700 million buyout costs <laughs> and takes Messi for and keeps him on 100 million a year? 
Oh, that would be crazy. Who knows? But if in, we're that crazy category, I think the only team that that's cra- is that crazy is Leipzig. Uh, because it's Red Bull. And or, even a Red uh, Bull, I mean, they're crazy. They I could see Manchester that. United do that. I could see Edward Wood going, yep, that's a good deal. I'll take it. Maybe. I'd, uh, 700 million euros. I, I, I don't you know can buy an MLS franchise for that. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the thing. I think you, I think City and PSG both. That's too too much for them. Which is why it's set that high, right? It's meant to be so crazy high that even the ridiculousness of PSG won't pay it yeah. because you know, they had to set something higher than what the craziness that could happen would go to. I don't see City or PSG going. You know what? We'll just pay the seven hundred million. They might. They're like we. If they wanted to beat the other one and be like, you know what, we're going to solve all your problems, Barcelona. Just have your 700 million and it's fine. That might be that if they just don't want to deal with the wage battle that happens if Messi goes on a free. Because that's the thing, like, if Messi gets out on a free, his, his wage, well, wherever he goes, will be more than 100 million a year. Yeah. Because the teams will battle each other to pay him, the, then it becomes who will pay him the most a year. And so it will be end up 120, 130, 150. You could easily earn 200 million a year. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what happens with transfer fees. So I guess that's the thing. Like how long? Or maybe 200 million this year with the or like you know like in terms of salary and the sign-on bonus. Yeah, yeah. Because he's gonna get a sign-on bonus. Obviously. uh, If he's got no transfer fee, and then after that, if he's on 100 million a year, probably 150 million a year at that point. Yeah, exactly. So that's, I mean, like, how or at least this, three years. Yeah. So how much does the seven hundred million, yeah, you know, weigh up on your decision as opposed to having to pay him, you know, and pay him a hundred million a year? So that's so you a billion dollars over three years versus a much lesser transfer, yeah. but one hundred fifty, two hundred million a year is the same three. Right? It would probably be worth around seven hundred million in the end, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you did something like City, who were like, we take you two years, and if you're playing in a, you know, if you're playing for City, you decide to stay at City rather than go to MLS, you'll be on the 200 mil, you know, 150 mil a year, maybe at that point 175 mil, or maybe a bit lesser, depending on how they've negotiated it, and then they go, if, but if you're going to like MLS with us, you'll be on 100 mil a year as well, and that league, you'll be the highest paid player. Yeah, exactly. It's a pay cut, but you're in MLS as opposed to... Well, that's that's the other line that he's got. That they can offer him his retirement package. Play with City until the next cup. After 2022, go play for New York in the MLS. Be the best player. We'll still play a decent wage. You can take it easy. You know, just play for for fun until you thing. And then once you want to actually retire, hey, have a franchise. It's on us. Fine. Whatever. If MLS and League Mexico merge, do you think they would entertain the idea of Messi starting an MLS franchise from Argentina? Oh, that was getting really, really out there. This is like, obviously, maybe 10 years down the track. Yeah, yeah. Not, and it might not even be in anybody's plans, but, you know, yeah, yeah. it makes sense when you're merging to be like, we just want a good team in all these cities and, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's a possibility. That's a definite possibility. If they want to push for the yeah, merger of... Uh, FIFA would probably say no. Yeah, yeah, obviously. 
But if FIFA allowed it, because, you know, like, they just go, you know, they take him to court and stuff. Yeah, what they'll do is they'll just point to the Phoenix and be like, what do you mean, no? You allowed the Wellington team to play in a different conference. Yeah, in different Yeah, but FIFA specifically gave them the thing because they went, Australia used to be in that conference, yeah, and they, and I that's know. why it's allowed. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's, it's a thing that, no, is, that exists. But a Mexican club could be like, yeah, well, you know, League Mexico's always played in South America. Um, why can't we have a team from League Mexico that's from Argentina and like Latin yeah. America? And why like, not? yeah, no, I think that it'll be not art. It won't be that obviously, but he no. could probably get a franchise in Mexico, like a Mexico City franchise or yeah, yeah. A I mean, it is messy. I wouldn't put it past them throwing that out there and be like, yeah. Play, you know, play for City. Once to get past the next World Cup, go play, play for New York. Once you do that, look, we'll make you get a, a franchise. You can have it in Mexico City to start with, but long term, hey, we'll sort something out. We'll make it happen so you can go back to Argentina and still have a, a franchise based out of Buenos Aires. Yeah. Or maybe he'd own, like, the City Group's franchise in Argentina. Yeah, also, who knows? He could probably buy new old boys at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay, we're getting to crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. What was your... Are we about predicting Liverpool to win? Yeah, I think it's Liverpool and City again. I, I don't see anything... One or the I think I think Liverpool might get injuries this time. Yeah, um, well, that's the question. But I think City, both of them finished last season on a bit of a low, and last season was only a couple of weeks ago for them. So this is why okay. it will play a big thing. So I think I see, this is why um, Arsenal managed to beat Liverpool in the Charity Shield. And I could see Arsenal doing well in a cup competition, maybe even compete for a Champions League spot. Well, I think Arsenal's going to do better this year than what they've done over the last few years. I think that they've... Yeah, last year was the post Wenger year. Yeah. Um, I think they've mostly pulled themselves through, despite the Arsenal fans at work, you know, being very down on their team and, and very upset with how things. I think it was a very rocky year for them last year. But yeah, yeah. I think they should. They looked pretty good in the resumption, and you say they won the Community Shield. I don't see why they can't do well this this year and be back into the the fray. Mm. I still don't see them ending in the top four, but I think they'll they'll do a better show of themselves this year. And same with Spurs. Right. And Arsenal could also compete well in the Europa League, so they yes, should definitely. consider going hard in that league. I think if I were Michael Arteta, that would be something I'd probably try to target. Yeah, yeah, I think they will. I think, and I think they'll have the squad, the reasonable squad, to do both. So it mm. should be good. I mean, I, I, despite. The same workmates. There are Arsenal fans being very down on their team as the last little bit. I think this year they'll they'll do a lot better. Mm. I mean, they had a few uh, a few good buys or acquisitions. They got Willian from us on a free, which is always nice. Yeah, yeah. Heck, Arsenal might actually do well enough to finish above Tottenham, which they haven't done in a while. <laughs> oh yeah, that will make Arsenal fans happy. Spurs are a team that are probably not going to have too many new players, and they are going to struggle next season, I think, under Mourinho. It's not a natural... The players there aren't a natural fit for his style. 
No, it doesn't have the money to like make wholesale changes. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna, it is going to be interesting with his and his manager this year, and see how his managerial style fits with a team that he can't just completely change to suit his whims. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, and just looking at their current transfers, there's nothing stands out as anything amazing. Yeah, yeah Holberg from Southampton, Joe Hart from Burnley, Matthew Doherty from Wolves. I mean, decent players, but nothing. Nothing amazing. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it depends if they get anything between now and the start. Who knows? But looking like Mourinho's going to have to deal with as, the squad as is. Yeah. And convince Harry Kane not to leave. There is that as well. And that could be the more interesting bit of their, um, of their pre-season, really, is, does Kane yeah. stay. Yeah, because I'm telling you, if Barcelona are getting 100 plus million for... Um, they're for Messi, I do a swap team for Griezmann with Kane. Yeah, they'll have some good money to throw around. They might not have to do a swap deal at that point. They could maybe just throw money at Kane. We're at Tottenham yeah. and be like, we want Kane. Give us Kane. Yeah, but I think depending on how late in the season Tottenham might be like, we need a replacement. You don't have to give us K- uh, Griezmann. Maybe we'll take him on alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With an option to buy, if depending on how he plays for us. Because he had a bad season at Barca, like nine goals all season. Yeah, I suppose that's good. And Barcelona need goals, like, and Amazing. he plays the attack position as Kane. Like, I guess that he could be there as a backup at that point. Yeah, that would be, be interesting. Was, yeah. And I don't think Spurs are in a position to turn down $100 million. Yeah. Because, or $150 because... They, you know, Harry Kane is good. If they have an offer like that from anyone, yeah. I think Spurs will have to consider it. But definitely, I think that's what I mean. When Barca throw, you know, sell Messi, they'll have the money to throw at them to make it, like, you yeah. can't turn this to an offer that the Spurs can't refuse. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and, but that's going to be the other interesting thing. Uh, once again, been off topic, but you know, post Messi Barca and how that looks and lines up. And do they need Kane as close to Griezmann for that? Or someone yeah. in that mould? I guess it's things. So yeah, the Spurs, I guess, yeah. Do they get someone? Can they hold on to Harry Kane? Yep. Um, Even Son. Yeah, also, I was going to say, or Son. There's a few names in there that might go. But I guess that's a bit, you know, it's kind of shine on Mourinho. Yeah. Can he do, can he work Mourinho magic with, with Tottenham? Yeah. And Tottenham, mm-hmm. they've been good team. They've been a good team, but the last couple of seasons they've been a bit more than ordinary, really. So might stretch Mourinho's uh, managerial abilities. But if he can do it, you have to give it to the man. I mean, yeah. At that point, he is the chosen one and the special one, and they're all the ones. If you can even get them back to the Champions League, yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah, almost being better than what they were the last couple of seasons. I think that's kind of big. Finish above Arsenal, right? That'll probably be Spurs' goal. That that's that's always goal number one, right? Finish above yeah. Arsenal. Everything else is bonus. Now, who do you see struggling for relegation next season? Just about everybody else, I think. <laughs> um, I mean the the promoted teams. The promoted teams, all three, are probably going to have some struggles with relegation. One of those teams might jump ahead somehow, but I yeah. don't see it. I think all three will. I think all three. Because also, there isn't as much money for them to get without their gate. Yeah, that's going to be the season. 
they'll only be getting the TV, which is really unfortunate. So that is I mean, it is still if pretty. They do want to stay as much as they can. They're really motivated to do so because anybody who doesn't get relegated next season gets the whole. Yeah, so I would assume the TV rights are still a big chunk of it. I think they had to pay back some TV rights because oh, okay. of the season was. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happened last season, so... Yeah, well, who knows then. But, you Next know, relegation, yeah, those three, uh, West Ham, Southampton, Sheffield yep. United, Newcastle, I mean, everybody, really. Yep. Even potentially, the lights of, well, Brighton, definitely, right? you know, Aston Villa, lights of Burnley, yep. Crystal Palace, you know, Everton, even. It's so hard, because we could often make a lot of predictions based on how teams finished, but I think... Because of COVID, it's really hard to say how it's going to progress and who's going to be able to get players in the last minute. Yeah. My gut feel is this is West Ham's last... Uh, West Ham's going to be relegated this season. That's yeah. going to be a big prediction because their ownership is a shambles and there's issues all around in that team. Yeah. They are cruising uh, there and I can see a lot of good players leave that club or lose form. Actually, thinking about it, maybe saying that... If I'm going to go predicting relegation, I'm actually thinking maybe the promoted teams, assuming they can, all three of them are reasonably well structured at the moment. Yep. So I think these two of them perhaps staying up and saying, West Ham, they must be running on their last legs. You know, things have to break through. They've been, they've been saying this like the last three or four seasons that, you know, and if the Daha leads Crystal Palace, they're going to be relegated. Oh, yeah. And I'm just saying it out right now. And I don't know if Aston Villa can... Last year they were shambles and only just managed to stay up. I don't know if they can manage it a second year in a row, so... I feel like, one, Aston Villa, Sheffield United are both vulnerable. Yeah. If they don't start well, then they'll one of those two will be relegated. At least one of those two. Yeah. And one of the one of the promoted teams. That's yeah. my three predictions. And West Ham. Yeah. West Ham, I wonder what sure. Of. Yeah. I'm pretty much with you there. West Ham, probably Aston Villa, maybe Sheffield United if things go, you know, one of those two, as you say, and then one of the promoted teams. So maybe if the Harleys, Crystal Palace, you know, all bets are off then, you know, there's yeah. an extra one in there, but uh, even then, Crystal Palace has like, no ability Wolves, to stay I up. I think will not, Wolves have too much quality, like oh, no, they'll no. push in the top, and I think Everton will not be in the yeah. relegation. Like, like. I think, like last year, Everton might be a bit in the relegation battle, for as more of the season than they really want to be in the relegation battle for, but yeah. once again they'll pull out of it. And Wolves, they've shown over the last few seasons they're not they're not relegation fodder anymore. They're yeah. their Europa Cup uh, battler team yeah. now. That's that's their position. Um, I mean that's where Everton should be. But yeah. the last couple of seasons, last season, Look, there's so many not Carlo good. Ancelotti. Yeah, and yeah, like you, you can get the players. And Carlo, I think Carlo can get uh, yeah, good yeah. results out of them. So uh, they could sneak into a Europa spot. You make a point. Ancelotti, they're not going to get relegated. Ancelotti could track them out of that somehow. His man yeah. management is just extraordinary. But I was just going off the last couple of seasons where they've just failed to impress. I think, so. Yeah, yeah. Right, but, and have been in that relegation battle or close to it. Closer than you would think Everton would be and definitely closer than they would want to be. Yeah, um, yeah. But... I guess, yeah. They're still going to be around 10th or 11th. Sure, they'll be fine. I think so.
So, do you have any bold predictions other than? Uh... No, I think we've we've. It's nothing's really standing out to me. So Will far. Barca finish outside the Champions League qualifier spots if Messi leaves? Not Messi. No, no, no. They still have a decent enough, and they'll have decent well, enough cash to throw third. a replacement. I have a decent wage gap to be able to afford a replacement. They've still got a decent squad without Messi. It's not like their squad's horrible without him. So they're still going to be a top team. I'll be honest, Barca this season have looked ordinary when oh, without Messi. Yeah, no, like they're, they're, very. I mean, they, this is their first season, I think, for quite some time where they have won zero silverware. So yeah. it was a horrendous season for them. Uh, but I think even without Messi, it's not going. That's the worst it's going to get. If Messi leaves, they get a replacement. Yeah, that, that's the thing to remember. Like they'll have the money. They were horrible without Messi, while still paying for Messi. Yeah. yeah. Without Messi and not paying for Messi, they have someone else. And sure, it's not going to be, it's still going to be not Messi, but at least someone. Yeah. And whether that's Harry Kane or someone else, half fills that hole. And they can re, yeah. they can change. Also, they were horrible when playing a structure that has Messi at the centre of it, without Messi. So yeah. if you get rid of Messi, you change your structure. Like they won't play the same same football anymore. They'll they'll have a different different way of playing because they won't have Messi so they can't play that yeah. so it'll be similar it'll still be the Barcelona way but different so it's yeah. just yeah. It, it'll, they'll, they won't be quite as horrible as they were the last season without Messi when they didn't have Messi around but I don't they won't be awesome and they did, I don't think without Messi they're not going to be Champions League potentials um, yeah. and potentially will struggle to win silverware uh, as well, anywhere as well but they just won't they'll still be a good team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah, I think that's going to potentially dominate this early part of the season much more than just about anything else, even Rovers. Like, especially if Missy leaves. Until mm. it's determined one way or the other what's happening, it's, that is the news uh, over the transfer market. Everything else is just going to be background noise. Once it's decided one way or the other, if he does leave, then where he goes to once he gets there, like what does it look like, what does, but then also filling up any additional bits of the airways will be, you know, what happens to Barca? How are they going to go? Yeah, um, yeah. I think more eyes will be on the Spanish league than La Liga this year if he does leave, even if he stays, because then there's a question like, well, yeah, how yeah, is Barca yeah. going to go with the, you know, with, after Messi's thrown his weight around like that? Yeah, is it exactly. just a power play to get management changes and the management changes come through any withdrawals this is his um, request you know what does what impact does that have on the rest of the squad what impact does that have on Barcelona's club who knows is it exactly is it same old same old because you know, Messi's always got his way this is a bit more public thing so, yeah. exactly but we'll find out I'm sure in the next week or two yeah I mean, but season starts what two weeks time yeah yeah we're, we're short of known by then. We sort of have yeah. to know by then, I guess, <laughs> a little bit. I and don't know when the... Is the all of Europe transfer windows closing? Spanish League closed at the start of the season as well? Or do they have a bit open? Yeah, I think everybody's closed their window at the same time this, okay. year. this year. There was always a bit of fun and games with things not quite lining up. I mean, if it wasn't sorted by the start of the EPL, it basically took three quarters of the running out of where yeah. it could go, so sort of stops it being too interesting anyway because most of the yeah. places could go couldn't take him anymore well, at least not until January yeah.
Yeah, I think the only other thing to mention is, uh, assuming I get this up this week, is reminding everybody about the Fantasy Football League. Absolutely. Yeah. Join the draft. Join September. The draft. Yeah. 9pm New Zealand Standard Time. Details on the blog and on the Facebook page, so. Yep. Hoping to get a few people signed up. There's a few people, I think there's seven, eight in the Standard League. About the same in the, in the draft at the moment, so. Yeah. We'll see if my cousins want to join. Yeah, I need to get my... I see my two cousins joined the draft league, but they haven't joined the standard league yet, I think, last time I looked. Maybe Rizan might want to join. Yeah. My brother Arash as well. Yeah, yeah. I've got... I've put it out at work, so hopefully we get a good number. Fingers crossed. And I'll try and pay attention. Keep things updated. (laughs) But I think that's all we have time for. Uh, well, until next time, we'll see. Thank you for being with us, and we'll see you next time. See you next time.